0: Welcome to Next in Health podcast. I'm Jenny Colapitro, PwC's Vice Chair for Health Industries, working across pharmaceuticals, medtech, payers, and providers. And I'm Igor Belakronitsky, a principal with PwC Strategy End, where I get to help leading health organizations with their strategies and operating models. We cover all kinds of healthcare innovations on the podcast, and today we're going to talk about oncology in particular, Because there's so many exciting innovations happening in oncology on the science front, on the technology front, on the reimbursement front, and also on the collaboration front in terms of how different organizations can work together to make progress in oncology. And we have a great guest to cover this topic. Ash Malik is a principal with PwC Strategy End, and he actually leads our Oncology Center of Excellence as a part of our pharma and life sciences team.
1: So Ash, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Igor. Thank you, Jenny. I look forward to the conversation. Excellent. Well, Ash, let's start at the start.
0: Tell us how you see the oncology landscape evolving today and the role that innovation is playing.
1: That's a great starting point. I think as we think through what's going on in the marketplace, patients are excited because there are new therapies coming to the market every day. However, as that is happening, the cost of care is going up substantially and the payers are trying to manage the costs effectively through prior authorizations and other venues open to them. This is really squeezing the providers, the practitioners in the middle who want to met out the best care and yet be running a business that does bring something to the bottom line, a value that they may create for themselves and their shareholders. In this market, Therefore, a lot of emphasis is being put on innovation, which is coming in the form of remote patient monitoring, the ability to contact patients preemptively before the side effects turn into a trip to the emergency room, and other facets. There is also extensive collaboration being driven across clinics, hospitals, AMCs, where possible, with the intent of not only driving improved outcomes, but also new business models where there can be value creation opportunities for everyone participating.
0: That's great, Ash. And can you further drill down and share, how do you see this field using and applying different types of data?
1: Data by far has become a currency and I think it's been used in a good sense and a not so good sense, more on the annotation, right? We've all heard the data monetization, commercialization, And yes, there are clearinghouses that are looking at claims, returns, etc. to drive better pharma models, so to say, so they may be able to contact their customers, their clients in a more effective manner. The other side of the coin is you are using data effectively to monitor certain patient cohorts. As we all know, clinical trials don't study every aspect, every patient with equal amount of detail. And with increased awareness, there is definitely A sense of people feeling responsible to take into account the more diverse population to make sure, whether it's a socioeconomic or a demographic gap, that it be addressed. This is where real world data is playing a critical role. Now, the practices, the payers, pharma companies, the manufacturers who are making investments are able to study longitudinally patients on new drugs and able to see the nuances in their performance and outcomes in their reaction to the drug itself, the safety profile, and therefore very quickly be able to make a case to the payers for placement on formularies because the outcomes are more positive for certain cohorts over others. And this in general would lead to a more efficient healthcare model. And as you kind
0: of describe different types of data that are needed and the role that the data plays it seems that no entity has all the data that's necessary and probably no even type of entity has all the necessary data. So it pushes health organizations to collaborate, to share data, and it seems intensely complex to be able to figure out how to share the data in a way that's responsible and safe and effective and timely. So would love to hear your thoughts on the role of collaboration and What makes for good collaboration, bad collaboration to make this innovation possible?
1: That's a great question and a complex one. A number of entities have entered the markets for different reasons. And if you think about broadly the key players in the ecosystem, the pairs, the pairs are looking through their claims, looking at their member population and taking a look at what they're spending as a collective on a member versus a patient and how they might optimize the spend. The provider is seeking the maximum value for their patients while making sure they're able to administer care with the exact amount of resources they need while continuing to be profitable, else they will no longer be in business. The manufacturers spend an inordinate amount of dollars building, developing drugs, and they look for effective return on their investments as well. And that list goes on, right? We could talk about pharmacies, there are some key players in there, some of the larger houses, etc., and they're also concerned about how they optimize the distribution model, when the distributors come into play, and so on and so forth. So there are a number of use cases around this data set. Right? When you start thinking about the use of the data set for enhancing care, improving outcomes, driving efficiencies in the market in terms of costs so that the accessibility is improved, then you start thinking about, Igor, what you were talking about, where do the partnerships happen? How can you get the richest data set in a meaningful way that delivers value for the patients, for the providers, for the manufacturers, for the payers themselves? Now, that's a pretty hard proposition, which a number of data aggregator companies have gone ahead and developed models to do so. Data comes out extremely clumsily and dirty when collected in its format, Our regulations, our government, plays a critical role because they are introducing certain requirements for compliance and governance, which is leading to the use of technologies, which is now helping create more structured data sets. But here again, there are a number of EHR players, electronic health record players. There are a number of players who are working on decentralized trial constructs. We have all not escaped the conversation around generative AI, what is that doing, and so on and so forth. So... When someone looks at this market broadly and thinks about generating value, it's very important to quickly start thinking about your ecosystem partners and looking at the value being generated collectively and for each of the players, because that can lead to a very effective partnership.
0: Ash, that's exciting to hear about all the different types of collaboration So just as we kind of wrap this up, as you would look forward, what should really be the focus for pharmaceutical companies and other life sciences companies in and around this area?
1: Jenny, I think right now, and I would say rightfully so, the talk of the town is generative AI. Machine learning and AI tools have been around for a long time. There's quite a few number of applications, entities, manufacturers can use it for discovering new drug molecules. Right. They can use it for driving efficiencies in their clinical trials, for enhancing the quality and the, reducing the time taken to file with FDA for regulatory approvals. There's also a number of use cases which would sit upon thinking through how we interact with the patients. What Gen AI is doing is providing a communication tool which wraps some of the predictive analytics, the analyses being done in the back office and makes it into a conversational piece specifically for patients and the staff working together to benefit from really the analytics and the insights being generated from coalescing this data. So that's one part of the equation that you improve your use cases and you make it a more interactive tool versus leaving it to the data scientists and the biostatisticians to derive what the critical insights are. The physicians would benefit from that, the patients would benefit from that, and this would go down the value chain, including the manufacturers and the payers. Uh, that's one side of the value chain. At the beginning is how are you cleaning up the data sets? How are you driving the standardization, so to say? And here is where we think that some of the national institutes, the governing bodies, play a critical role on driving standardization across EHR manufacturers, across the new companies that are collecting point solutions or developing point solutions, rather, or collecting diagnostics data. As much standardization as can be imparted so that the competitors, the collective field is working towards a unified solution would be extremely helpful for the marketplace to take and extract value from the data as soon as possible in an efficient way. Ash, that's
0: great advice. And I'm wondering if we could get perhaps some parting advice from you For health organizations out there, there's this bewildering array of choices of different partners. You could find different collaboratives, different vendors, different opportunities. How can an organization be strategic in making these choices and moving forward, again, in a way that minimizes
1: the risks and maximizes
0: the innovation? Any parting words of advice?
1: Sure. For healthcare providers, I'm just going to take a quick shot at them, but this is in the interest of helping them. right? I think it starts with thinking, my data has a lot of value. It does not. That value has to be generated through partnerships, whether it's through your peers or through adjacencies, such as genomic testing companies, companies that are specializing in decentralized trials or wearables, etc. And there is a significant investment required in technology, infrastructure, not just buying equipment, but also in talent. So when you approach this as an opportunity, you want to go into it eyes wide open. And one of the first things you can do is take advantage of some of the agencies like PwC itself and others who do this work on getting a fair market value assessment of your data. And that is the starting point for you to think through, where am I wanting to go with this? what is my end use case? Am I trying to improve patient outcomes? Am I trying to drive more clinical research through my institution? Am I trying to provide better care? Am I trying to get better reimbursements? And on and on and on. Based on those use cases, you would then think about what data sets you need to get through collaborations, either through manufacturers or payers or clearing houses, and start building your data sets to be very effectively utilized in the market for enablement of whichever use case you are looking at. So I'll leave it at that. It's a journey. It does not happen in six to 10 weeks. This can take about really two to three years to be optimized. And that's the other piece, to just think about being patient with the business model you're pursuing and expecting the returns to come in as they do over time.
0: That's great advice, Ash, and really appreciate the practicality and the pragmatism of it. And of course doesn't happen overnight. But alternatively, it sounds like if an organization wants to be a part of innovation and oncology and write the next chapter, it has to figure out a way to harness data and share data and make the most out of data. Without it, there just won't be innovation. So very timely and very helpful conversation. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you for the opportunity, Igor and Jenny. I really enjoyed speaking with you and look forward to the next conversation.
0: For more on these topics and other health industry insights driven by policy, innovation, and care delivery changes, please subscribe to our podcast. Until next time, this has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC All Rights Reserved.